0: Then I wait for a minute? It was a uh. Uh-uh. What's up, what's up, what's up? Alright, ladies. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is the part two to the confessions of a pickamisha. Somebody like auntie is pick misha. Y'all leave me alone. <laughs> pickamisha, that's me, right? Confessions of a pickamisha. So I'm in college. You know, I'm in school and i'm like you know my baby she's a baby and i'm like i gotta do better like having her woke me up i told you my kids woke me up right they hold me down it woke me up it put me in a whole different awareness right i went from woman to mother it was amazing right and i'm in school and i meet this girl you know and you know, we talking or what have you and she was like you working And I was like yeah I have a part time job And she was like who with the baby And I was like well she was her father You know she was like oh he not working And I said no No he hurt his back Cause yo this dude always had hurt back Always something wrong With his body always something wrong Right (laughs) But I'm watching Nobody restricting Her husband From working and hustling Right. Nobody stopped them from doing this. Right. So where was the magical mythical person who was causing so much oppression that you could not get out and work in a supermarket to take care of your child? I didn't see that person. (laughs) Where was the oppression? Certainly no one told her husband about this oppression. Now, granted, they both were from Kingston, right? Kingston, Jamaica. So I don't know if maybe nobody went to Jamaica and told them that if they come to the United States, there's going to be the man who's going to stop you from working and hustling, right? Because that's what he did. Her husband worked and he hustled. that's what he did he would work his job and go by the supermarkets and drive his van and pick up his passengers and their groceries you know back then people's buying four five two three four hundred dollars in groceries I almost say four five six I never seen that but they be they would get all their groceries and like the time the food stamps came out so this is how he made his hustle and I remember um she would say to him like um I know you're working, but I want us to all go to this event. And he would say, well, then I'm going to have to work some hours or what have you, because I know you're going to want to match us all in clothes. (laughs) right?" And she'd be like, yes, (laughs) you know, so their agreement was amazing. Their way, their way to build was amazing. And I remember looking saying, how come we can't do that? It's very simple. It's very simple. Buy a van, go to the stand in front of the supermarket drive people to their residence with the food get the money help them with their bags you know because most of the drivers did help you with your bags because I used those vans so I knew and keep it as simple as that they were very organized at those at the in front of the supermarkets in Brooklyn and they would have this schedule and they would it's his turn it's his turn and they made sure everybody would eat unless you requested somebody that you wanted it was a very organized system it was nothing for you to go and hustle or go through dollar van you know so there was always a way so I we had the pleasure of looking at people come into Brooklyn from the Caribbean who was like what you talking about I gotta go to work (laughs) you know (laughs) as opposed to sitting around and saying oh they won't let me this person won't let me. This person won't let me. So I think meeting her was the ending or the beginning of the ending of the pygmisha era. Because I started looking at him completely different. Mind you, I'm telling you, we were trained to believe that there was a reason why our men didn't get up and go work. You understand the training and the responsibility that was put on the women? It it was vicious, it was vicious, it was. And you were taught to sacrifice yourself. And if they were doing any little thing, if they brought any little thing for their children, not in my house, this is what I've seen. It was like, oh, he trying, he trying, he trying, girl, he trying. And I remember saying to somebody, well, how come nobody gives me a chance to try? If I keep trying, my kids won't eat. So I have to make sure it happened. This person is stronger than me, right? They could work two jobs. They're not taking care of small children. So how come I don't get the opportunity to try? Ain't no trying for me. I got to do it. I have to make it happen. But I'm very grateful for the people that I met because, like I said, she was the beginning to the end of me being pick Misha. I mean I'm so serious like I'm like nah there's no this ain't right there's no way and I can't help you no more I can't I cannot help you anymore you're gonna have to help us this is your child they did not understand that they didn't want to understand it they did not not at all so if you are that person and you fell victim to what was basically taught to us. I understand you because that was me. But at like 21, 22, I was like, wow, this is this is terrible. So they would go out and they would try to do little stuff. All of a sudden, they back hurt. They can't do no more. They would do enough to try to keep me quiet. And it became a vicious cycle of aggravation, stress. Why do we have to live here as two people? two people two sets of money could be coming in if two people is hustling working we should be real good we should have on like gucci flip-flops living up in this piece, you know (laughs) right we should be but we can't because you don't want to pull your part so i was really really big on not being with somebody who didn't want to pull their financial part and i felt like at the time that was it as long as the person is paying bills as long as they doing this you know it's better than what i had experienced so i thought that was it <laughs> when, that was just one level of pick ism right <laughs> yeah it was just one level of it you know second time around they was a good provider but emotionally unavailable wasn't a good father at all and or aggravated me is that people would give him credit for our family and how it's ran and how our household was running and I remember when we broke up and everybody seen (laughs) the truth right and they even my sister was like I thought all of that like the music and the food and the way I would be in the house I thought that was him like why would you not think that was me I'm the glue I'm the I'm the brain like, what's wrong with you and she was like i didn't know i was like no they don't have that in them i'm the one who brought the light you know they didn't have it in them so moving forward just dating and being with people uh who thought that i should accept less they thought i would be that oh pick me pick me please um you know like i said they call me a, i guess a pikanisha, right <laughs> I'm a Picanisha. And they basically would be surprised at my audacity. That's what I said here in our description. The audacity to think bigger. And they would deal with me as if like who she thinks she is. And I would have people say that to me. Like who you think you are? If you don't know, you better find, you better ask somebody. Like you better miss me with all that. And I would end up talking to people who started disliking me right away because I didn't go along with the script that they have for me no I'm not gonna be your down a chick right nothing's gonna happen I'm not giving you anything in fact I'm about to ask you for something so (laughs) I learned to pick people apart by asking them for things very early (laughs) so that was definitely the end of the whole you know, as the Pygmesha era of my life um, After I'm like, look I ain't got nothing to lose I'm doing everything anyway I'm here chilling anyway I got my girls be good I would benefit more by looking at us and taking care of us and taking care of my family than out here running behind somebody who really don't want me. They want me to be convenient for them, but they don't know how to love me. I deserve love. I didn't have the words, y'all. I had a lot of curses back then. I had a lot of cuss words, Tab. Auntie auntie used to be a pistol, you know. I calmed down, (laughs) right? And then I met this one man, right? And when you meet a wise man, it will change it changes everything for you i've met a few wise men but this one stood out to me more um we were never meant to be in a relationship right some people you meet under a certain circumstance and then <laughs> it doesn't say that way we were meant to be who we are like family right and the joke was when we have to be figured out this ain't gonna work one we were too similar right too similar he told me about business he taught me about how to move in a room with certain people and things like that everything with him was a valuable life lesson right he would say to me Kina you're very nice once they get past that mouth <laughs> and all of that stuff you say I was like my feistiness that fire he would say yeah yeah that they're gonna still try to take advantage of you. He said, you'd be surprised that a guy would sit around and deal with all of that just so he could figure out a way to bring you down a notch. He would school me on this. And he's like, look, if you wanna deal with somebody who wanna sit around with, you know, look at you and try to use you for things and not be there as a person to like help you with the girls and everything, don't be bothered with them. You can always come home. So he would always tell me this he be like look They're going to try to say this They're going to try to say that Blah 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 If they do I need you to move this way I need you to move that way So I would be dating And calling him Like yo let me tell you what happened He'd be like look he going to do this next Watch And it would be some dudes He'd be like look Ask him for some money <laughs> i like what? he be like ask him for some money And watch it, watch him run Right <laughs> <And he> back, <laughs> If you're going to deal with somebody here ain't going to give you no money You can always come back home You know so he will always back, And you can always come back home But he was the person who basically Was like that big brother Who would say I don't want you out here getting hurt Right because real men ladies When they love you they protect you In any way that they can We're not good for a relationship That me and him mm Oil and water Or oil and oil <laughs> <laughs> we two different oils that can never settle in the same pot right and it, it was really a cool friendship still friends cool friendship but his goal was to put me on a you know to tell me about things and I remember saying to him y'all don't think this is just a character flaw like why should I have to safeguard myself from so many things like isn't this just like a character flaw like, what's wrong with people who return turn on somebody who's loyal to them? He big, like, I don't know. I'm like, you know. <laughs> right? But he's the one who told me, nah. Ask him, ask him for some money. Tell him you got some bills. He said, and don't give him no amount. Don't give him the amount. Say, look, I got some bills. That's what you say. And I was like, What? So <laughs> it was hilarious so he helped me to filter out a lot of nonsense and a lot of things and when we speak he be checking off like yo so who you seeing right now what's going on I'm like oh, you know they can't handle me they ain't ready for me <laughs> he be like I know I know and he'd be like I like to think I have credit for that I'm like yeah come on now we're gonna filter these buses out we ain't got time for this we ain't got time we ain't got time but that's my story about me being a former Pygmiesia and the confessions of being a Pygmiesia. It's all right, ladies. We've all had our times to learn. You know, we have to deprogram from a lot of programs, right? (laughs) You ever go into your computer and you trying to take a program out? Some programs come out right away. Right, ladies, and then some take time. And some programs are going to take time. You're fighting culture, you're fighting morals, or what morals you retort, you're fighting epigenetic memories, you're fighting what's in your DNA, you're fighting a lot. This new woman, you <laughs> the quietest evolution, this new woman, you the most epic revolution that's going on it's its you taking care of you they're not ready for you I don't think they expected you to come not like this you ladies is taking care of yourself you're eating well you got these good recipes and stuff and y'all taking long walks and in the gym and working out in your house and it's a magical thing that you're doing right it's a magical thing and if you like I said, if you a former Pika <laughs> right? All right, so, so what? So what? You take that L, that L is for learning, right? That L is for learning and you keep it moving. All right, I took some L's, yeah, I was a pick I did it, so, so what? I need you to adapt that mentality. It's okay to grow. It's okay to learn, this is all good, but the point is you're here right now and you're not passing these thoughts on to your children. You are the man, you don't know what else, y'all everything, man, and you are the ones who are stopping this nonsense that's been passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation. How you like that uh-huh. How you like that right. Take that L I took plenty That's why I'm here and I can tell you Things from my heart Because I took plenty L's And you know what I'm probably going to take some more That's okay because I'm going to learn What she said Fool me once and it's your fault <laughs> Fool me twice and you go gone Pick up to Fushi I'm, I'm fine I love that song But it's the truth this is all our process and we're the first ones to do it so don't feel bad about what's going on all right okay I'm gonna get on up out of chair I want to thank you ladies so so much for listening I know this is a long part one and part two What's she doing right (laughs) if it was up to me I would be here every day every day and I mean that but I want to thank you so much ladies for supporting me even on the days when I'm not here I see the analytics big up to Spotify I see the subscribers on Spotify I don't get to see the subscribers on the other platforms um I gotta dig in it's probably someplace. y'all know how auntie is but I want to thank you so much for supporting me and um I will talk to you soon and ladies if no one has told you that they love you I want you to know that auntie loves you and I will get with you later peace i observing in the room, I'll be flying all on the wall, open mouth conversations, I leave you all in some all Cutting through the noise I'm hoping I leave a scar If you don't know where you have been How you knowing where you are Let's cruise cool, in the night I'm grooving Don't you said you Was my type I'm moving too slow. text back Like shit I'm cool with it I can match energies Babe I'm to you Something through off the time Check my notifications It wasn't love We was prepping for But was something adjacent I can't be wasting lines I am meant for something To say in the time Where everything vague And the in between Is not what it made out To seem Everything is intention But still I tend to do it wrong Can you fault me for for wanting you was you let alone both hurt but i wasn't taunting you i just thought it ought to be what i was supposed to do else i wouldn't approach you i put my heart on your sleeve like a brooch to you and all in all the outcome would be what it would be you took a chance i took the lead we shook his sheets advanced and did the deed don't blame it on me we grown it's a natural That's thing in cool, the night, i'm grooving thought you said you was my type i'm moving too slow text back like shit, i'm cool with it i can match energies babe i'm moving your flow